Hey everyone, it's Michael with Michael Travels and welcome to another podcast here. We're getting to the end of the year and uh, I know we're going to talk about it again that the whole idea of this podcast was to travel 10 countries in 10 years or excuse me, in one year. Did not hit that, but I hit uh, seven countries uh, and I wanted to talk about those. Uh, obviously, if you listen to my other podcast, the reason that I decided um, to change it up a little bit and why I didn't make that. But the last podcast was on Cuba and Panama. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know if I really talked that much about Panama, really. But these this this podcast I want to talk about, I'm going to give a quick little recap there on Panama. And then also I want to talk about Peru. Uh, but Panama was great. I had a quick little layover there about a day, day and a half, something like that. And uh, had this huge Airbnb. Uh, it was massive. I mean, this thing was. <laughs> this thing was like. Jesus, <laughs> Christmas. This thing was probably three thousand square foot at least. And then it had like a back area that was like kind of a bar. And so I kind of went out and saw some of the sites. Went. To some food and all this stuff and I was in Old Panama which is a specific area and I got back uh, not too late and I talked to uh, the owner there and I said yeah I may grab a beer or something upstairs like how, how do I got to do it he's like yeah just just drink beer and then uh, just you know just leave money for whatever you drink he had this huge patio uh, with a bar, full bar. I guess it was mainly beer. I don't know if they had liquor. I didn't really check to see if they had liquor. Uh, but anyway, it was a great experience. Uh, so I, I really like Panama, and I would suggest people going. I would go to the uh, old Panama. I've had some friends that go to like downtown and some of those other areas, and didn't have as good of of as um, of an experience. Um, but let's get right into Peru here. Uh, Peru is one that uh, South America always loves. South America. I knew that their food was going to be amazing, but one of my goals when I decided that I was going to go to Peru was that I wanted to go to Machu Picchu. And holy crap, was that a difficult goal in a lot of ways. So let me just kind of talk about what my step-by-step through that was. So essentially, I flew in, and I don't remember the timing. Remember I got to Lima, maybe 7 or 8 o'clock at night, something like that. And, 
sitting in the Lima airport, and I'm sitting there trying to text the Airbnb person saying, hey, like, is somebody there? I'm, you know, I'm here, whatever. It was like an hour, probably, and going back and forth, and then their son was answering this and everything else. Finally said, yeah, just come here, we'll be here. Finally got there, and this was in Lince, Lince, uh, L-I-N-C-E, I may be saying it wrong, but this was an area, uh, like just an area right outside of, I guess, I, I don't know if it's part of Lima or if it's right outside of Lima anyway. I, I was only there for one night. That's all I needed. And um, so finally got there. They didn't speak any English. My Spanish is so bad. Anyway, got up there, got my room, had a shower, said they were going to have breakfast in the morning or whatever. It was like, cool. I'm good. I got some like cliff bars and stuff. I'm good. Went to bed. Woke up at 8 a.m. Because I thought we were supposed to have breakfast. And uh, everybody was gone. There was cold coffee, cold uh, eggs, and uh, some other stuff was like set out. I guess they, I guess maybe I was on on with the time, but I don't think, (laughs) I don't think the time is any different. So, uh, you know, I was there at 8. Anyway, so I did that and then got packed up. And then I didn't really have any other choice, but I had to just figure that I walked down to the um, down to the train station, and uh, wasn't that bad. The uh, you know you, it's not that bad um, altitude and all that other stuff, so it wasn't bad. So. Actually, it wasn't the train station. Shit, it was the... Uh, excuse my language. I'm sorry I said that there. I was just thinking about this. I'm, it's just all coming back to me right now. I apologize for my language there. <coughs> it was not the train station at all. It was the bus station. And I had to set this thing up like a month in advance. So, there's different ways that you can get to Cusco. So, pretty much you got to get to Cusco somehow or another. You can fly there uh, or you can take different bus routes. And probably the safer bus route is where it goes all the way around the mountains. The one that I chose, which was uh, much faster by like 48 hours, was one that uh, just, it goes through the mountain. So I remember walking down there. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, there was a couple shops open and just sitting there waiting. I wasn't for sure like how to check in a bag or whatever, and I figured that out. I got checked in the bag and then found out where I need to stand. Um, and that bus, which actually wasn't too bad, really. The seats. Uh, I will tell you that for some reason I thought that the back seat would be the best just because I was back there. But that seat, you lose about like 20 or 30% recline on it if you compared to if you were just in a regular seat, like the regular uh, yeah, regular seat uh, in the middle somewhere. Uh, but that, that thing was like, I don't know, 20-some hours. <laughs> 
And it wasn't too bad at the beginning, right? We're getting out of the town, and there's people talking very loudly on their cell phones, and I'm just kind of sitting there. I didn't know there was a sign seat, so I'm just sitting whatever, uh, you know, and we made some stops, and I'm just getting so hungry. And then they come, and then they give, like, some passengers, like, some sandwiches or some bread or something. I don't know. And, like, I hit the button. I'm like, hey, uh, like, I'm hungry. Like, when are we going to get this? And it's like, oh, well, you don't. I didn't understand what what she was saying, but essentially I wasn't getting it for what she was saying. I wasn't getting it for a couple stops. And uh, anyway, so it wasn't terrible. There was like sandwiches and then like in the evening there was meals and breakfast. Uh, Boy, it wasn't bad. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't really bad, like, throughout the night. They had, uh, they actually did have, like, the uh, screens. (laughs) They had the screens in the uh, seats, right? And they were nice seats. I mean, they were big, comfy. I mean, it it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, in terms of, like, comfort-wise, it wasn't that bad. And they had the screens... Uh, on the back of the seats so you could watch movies. All of them were Spanish with English subtitles. <laughs> but, and then I brought a book to you and I read. And uh, actually, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was kind of relaxing, just kind of read. Uh, you know, didn't drink any beer or anything like that. Didn't, I was worried about the, uh, the acclimation of the, um, you know of of the uh, of the height and everything, so I didn't drink any beer, bring any liquor, or anything like that. It was just big water. Would stop places. I'd get like some the equivalent of like a Cliff Bar or something like that. But it wasn't bad. So I woke up at like five o'clock in the morning, and crap was everywhere. I mean. Bags were here, shoes were here. <laughs> it was crap was freaking everywhere, and that was when we were going through the mountains. And uh, I remember trying to go to the bathroom, and it was just like you were just all like do boom, 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 just like getting slammed on each side there because <laughs> because as big as these buses are. Uh, they act like it's NASCAR. I mean, seriously, they take these these turns as if they are a NASCAR driver. Uh, and just waking up, crap is just freaking everywhere. Shoes, bags, <laughs> everything is everywhere. Anyway, yeah, so you sleep okay. You know, it was pretty comfortable, except for when you start doing those turns. But what I will say is... When you started getting into those mountain areas, the even though you were kind of low on sleep, the uh, the views were just incredible, just absolutely incredible. Uh, just the mountains, and you can see down in the valleys, and you'd see houses, and it's like, how do people get to and from, and everything else like that. Um, so it was just amazing to see. Peru is just a beautiful, beautiful country in in itself. 
So finally got to the bus station and um, texted the Airbnb and said, hey, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm ready. I don't remember if I... I may have took a I may have took a cab. I don't really remember. I don't think I Yeah, I think I probably did take a cab. It's hard to say at this point. Yeah, I think I did take a cab from where it was. <clears throat> and um got there they didn't speak any English. It was like <laughs> it was just, beautiful place i mean just spotless you couldn't even wear your shoes there they made you wear um like essentially like hotel like slippers <laughs> that's what it was you had to take your shoes off and put like hotel slippers on is what it was <laughs> and, uh but super clean and it was essentially uh, a husband and a wife that spoke absolutely no English <laughs> and my Spanish is bad so uh, and then <clears throat> my only saving grace was <laughs> there were some people traveling from Taiwan and they actually spoke English <laughs> uh, and I apparently probably Spanish as well too anyway but they were there but I went to my room kind of freshened up uh, I didn't see them the rest of the time, uh, but they were really, really good people. And I just kind of went around and got some food and different stuff like that. And just realized that, hey, I got to like make sure that I get this planned out pretty well for for the next day. And the challenge was that I had a very, very early... so. Once you get to Cusco, most of the time in like regular season, you can take a train all the way up there. But I was in <clears throat> a special time where it was a little wetter season, and it wasn't quite out of there. So I actually had to meet at a bus station at like 5 a.m. or something like this. I mean, like I was sitting there the night before thinking, I'm going to be so mad if I don't make this happen, because it was so difficult to like to think about the bus station, the train station, and then getting from there, and then taking the bus up. But anyway, I got there in plenty of time. Was able to 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 board the bus early, which it was pretty busy. Took a bus all the way up to uh, I guess it was. I think it was that top Taliente Tombo. I think I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's just an awesome place. I wish I would have stayed there instead of Cusco. It's like really, um, really set up for backpackers, cool restaurants, the whole thing. And uh, once I got there, we took a train. We had to wait a little bit, so I ended up. Um, I had a couple. I had a few things like bars and stuff like that, but. Um, train station where you're at uh it was set up right you know like that's where people you know especially backpackers and things like that go from there so they had like all these restaurants where you can buy these uh like box lunches what they call it you know essentially sandwiches maybe you can get like bag of chips or something like that but at least you have like sandwich and maybe like grab a water or something like that so i did that 
I don't remember. I grabbed two of them. I remember. I think one of them was like uh, Capri Caprice. I don't, I'm probably saying that wrong. You know, like the Italian thing, the Caprice, like the uh, mozzarella and the tomato. I think the other one that I kept was the. I may have kept that one, and then there was another one. I think it was like ham or something like that, and I think I ate that one first because it was meat, even though it was processed meat. Went ahead and ate that one first. So I ate that on the way. And then, oh my gosh, we finally got in this train. And it was one of those like full view trains. So it was like the top was all glass. The sides were all glass. Um, just full view. And it was just incredible just going through there and seeing all just everything. And finally got to, you know, from there to Machu Picchu Station. Once you get to Machu Picchu Station, you're you're pretty much there. Uh, a lot of people will uh, hike the rest, I think, which is about like an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how fast you hike. I was a little short on time, so I decided to take the bus. I think the bus was, I don't know, like $26 U.S., is what it is but you it's kind of hard to even like figure out where you got to go but you got to somehow get out of the station because they got a bunch of shops and everything so it makes it kind of difficult to know where you have to go but once you're out you keep on walking across the bridge there's a bridge that goes across like that main road there go down there and then pretty much you can like walk back and then there's a uh, ticket station there uh I didn't get it ahead of time, so you may or may not have to, depending on what time of year that you go to, uh, but that's, that is an option that you actually can get that bus ticket uh, ahead of time. And then, so finally, oh gosh, we were early, so, and I told them what time, because you have to get, you have to get special times for Machu Picchu, you can't just like oh, I got a ticket, I'm going to go, like, it's, it's time frame, so it's pretty much like morning or like afternoon, <clears throat> and I had an afternoon ticket, and so did a bunch of other people, but I wanted to make sure that I was there, in case something screwed up, I wanted to make sure that I had plenty of time, so anyway, I sat there for, I don't know, an hour or two, honestly, probably closer to two hours, just waiting for the time that we could get on a bus, and then finally got on a bus, and then we're like, oh my gosh, going again, going through these crazy, um, crazy turns and curves and everything else. And, uh, but it's so insane. Like, you start getting to that upper level and you start seeing, uh, just incredible views. And then you get lucky enough that you can start seeing the actual ruin. And it was just like, (laughs) oh, it gives me chills just talking about it, to be quite honest with you. Because it was one of those things that I had in my mind is what I want to do. And, like, I had so much, I don't want to say negativity necessarily, but it was so much, like, there's, like... (laughs) If you ever travel, if if you ever try this and you don't, if you don't know Spanish, you don't, you, you can't, you can't like set this whole thing up. Like it really is, um, it's really discerning. I mean, it really is kind of like, oh my god, I, I don't, you know, I paid for, I like, I got everything set up. I just don't know if I can get there. I just don't like, 
you know, it's just, uh, to be able to see it, it was just like a, 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 an opening in my mind was just like, holy cow, like, it's there, it's there, like, I am almost there, and so you finally get in there, and uh, I made a mistake, like, somehow, like, I got in the line of people that were going back on the bus, and I, like, talked to somebody, he's like, no, man, you just gotta go right there, That you know, you can enter in, you've got your ticket, got in there, <coughs> I didn't do a guide, which I think would have been very helpful to get a guide, you know, understand, I did a lot of research beforehand on some of the different areas, but I think a guide would have been, uh, would have been very, very helpful, or just kind of fun to do, um, but I saw, you know, what I first did when I enjoyed that I did that was I actually went to the upper level there where everybody kind of gets their pictures and whatnot and then kind of came back down and then actually went through the whole ruin there, which was a really, really cool experience. And I think I got through there, I don't know, within two or three hours, I think. And I don't think, I don't feel like I was moving very quick. But again, I didn't have a guide. You know, so a lot of it was uh, on memory or what I was reading, you know, on my own books and stuff like that. Uh, but got my Machu Picchu stamp on my passport and then uh, got on a bus back down, which is again about a half hour. And then got back on the station to uh, back to Cusco or Talian Tambo, whatever. To Cusco, whatever it was, I got back on the train. Anyway, and everybody was exhausted. And at this point, so after Machu Picchu, I did it, and I knew I had some time left. I was like, I'm gonna grab a beer. I'm gonna grab a Peru beer, and like, you know, I was worried about uh, altitude and all that other stuff. So I don't know. I didn't drink for like four or five days straight. So like just regular week. And I'm sitting there, and it's hot. It's hot, and it's beautiful. I'm just looking out at everything, and I'm sitting there drinking this Peruvian beer, and I'm like, I can't believe it all. I can't believe. I can't believe it. I cannot believe. I cannot believe it. It was awesome. Anyway, took the train back, <clears throat> got back to Cusco. I went to a restaurant. Uh, not particularly sure what exactly what I had. Pretty much everything in Peru is just delicious. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of restaurant or whatever you go to. Pretty much everything is delicious there. But I went to a restaurant. Um, and then just went right back to the room. And the next morning, I really considered... Because I had to get back on that stupid... 20 hour bus again and I really considered I could have flown I think it was like I don't remember how much it was it was probably cheap enough where I probably should have flown but it was all set up and I had time so got back on the bus and headed back to the bus <clears throat> did that again through that windy trail we got back down through the mountains again. I mean, 
when you're on those windy trails, it does suck. <laughs> it really does suck. But the views are just absolutely incredible. So, and then finally got back to Lima. Uh, contacted the Airbnb there, and they weren't quite ready for me. So I asked if I could uh, leave, just leave, at least leave my bag. So stopped there, uh, used the restroom, just freshened up a little bit, changed, get get my packs kind of set up the way that I wanted to, and then left my packs there, and just went out and hit the town, and came back when it was ready. And I will tell you. Um, I stayed in Miraflores, Lima, and I had an Airbnb that was just, had to be in just one of the, I mean, it was just the best location. I mean, it was right there by that Park Kennedy, which is, um, I call it the Cat Park. They have a bunch of um, stray cats in this park. And they're everywhere. I mean, these cats are everywhere. And I will say that, too, about Cusco. There are a lot of uh, stray dogs, too. I mean, just wild dogs all over the place. Uh, but Mira Flores was just amazing. So um, so that night, you know, obviously I was pretty exhausted. But, yeah, he had a little bit of casinos, hit some restaurants, drank a few beers, and then hit to bed. Then the next morning, I wanted to hit uh, Branico, which is a uh, a little neighborhood outside, uh, I guess it would be south of Lima. And I ended up walking there. They said it could have been a little bit, you know, between there could have been a little gritty, but I felt pretty safe for the most part. But I decided to walk there. I think it was like two miles. Maybe a mile and a half, two miles, something like that. Walk there, but on the way, of course, I stop at this place and I see a brewery. And I'm like, Bronico Brewery? I'm like, what? So I stop by there and I say, uh, hey, yeah, what kind of beers you guys got? Of course, we're in South America. I, I'm doing this play-by-play like that, uh, that they understand what I'm saying. <laughs> uh but they have English menus. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I had a couple beers there. I was like, this place is incredible. And then, so what I did was, I was like, okay, I need to find some of the best spots here. So I went on Google Maps, right? And what I felt was, if I could find, um, you know, a place with over 500 reviews and f- with, uh, 4.5 stars over 4.5 stars with over 500 reviews that's a pretty top spot so I went there and I remember I went to another place that was this uh, gosh I don't even know when it opened it is a 100 year old bar and it was just like kind of like a what we just say is a dive bar but I think it was more of a hipster bar I wouldn't even say it was a dive bar it was more like a hipster bar it was really kind of cool uh, stuff going on with it. Uh, actually went to another brewery, and um, yeah, just went to a couple different places, eating food and 
saw the city center and some churches, and then uh, headed back to Lima, and, uh, and this is probably the best best part of the story that I really enjoy is I really wanted to have so when when I moved when I came here uh so my friends told me they're like you know that Peru's got some of the best food in the world I was like yeah I think I heard that but he's like no seriously he's like I'll send you a list there's like out of the top 10 there's like three or four Peruvian restaurants in the top 10 I mean they're they're just that good and so I got there and there was two restaurants that were essentially third in the world and seventh in the world best restaurants and the one was pretty far it was like two and a half miles away the other one was right down the street so I got there and got cleaned up and really at that point you know I'm backpacking here so I don't really have a whole lot I don't even remember I think I at least had some khaki shorts maybe I had jeans maybe I wore jeans uh and a polo I mean at the minimum and I'm going to seventh best rated restaurant in the world number one in South America number one in Peru and I go there it's like I think it's like a Tuesday night I'm like shouldn't shouldn't be a problem one person they should be able to fit me in so I go there, and I say, um, you know, respectfully, I, I understand. I was like, is there any way that you can get me in? He's like, no way, man. We are completely packed. It's a freaking Tuesday, completely packed. And I was like, well, I had to ask. I'm in Peru. This is, you know, this is the best restaurant uh, that I will probably ever have in my entire lifetime. I had to ask. He said, I tell you what. He's like, it's 7 o'clock at this point. So they open up at 7 o'clock. He said, I tell you what, come around about 9. He's like, that's when they when they can start kind of moving in and out. Maybe we can find you a spot at a bar or something like that. I was like, cool, no problem. So left there. Great thing about Miraflores, Lima, they got a bunch of casinos. And I ain't joking. These casinos do not mess around. Like, I went there just, like, playing penny slots. They are serving full meals, like... <laughs> like, like, let's see, a Christmas thing. The, uh... Gosh, what is that called? <laughs> Wellington beef. They're, like, serving Wellington beef... With, like, garlic mashed potatoes and asparagus. Like, the people that are playing slot machines is like, <laughs> like, what in the world? Like, they ain't messing around at all. Like, seriously, and, you know, and it was just full out. Like, they had trays and everything like that. Like, they were serving everybody that was playing. And had, uh, had desserts and ice cream and everything else. It was insane. It's like, holy, I was like, I played a little bit. I was like, I gotta get out of here. So, I maybe stopped at a stop at a bar and uh, just kind of relaxed a little bit but then about about like 8 45 I kind of started walking back but over there just so I could hit there right at nine got back in there and he's like yeah I'm still still busy we're, we're you know but I, I think I think we're in good shape you know and then some other couples came in and they were kind of 
looking for the same thing, seeing if we can we could get in there. Um, and gosh, I mean, you know, we kind of sat, I kind of sat there with some, you know, some different couples and stuff like that. And some of them actually went before me because they had a two seater instead of a one seater. Because essentially, I had to, you know, they can't give you a two person table. You have to sit at the bar. You know, uh, they're not going to give a. a, a a two seat table to a single person, uh, which would kind of made me mad too. But not necessarily mad, but um, my whole thing was is I wanted to get the tasting menu, which was like a hundred and fifty bucks. Um, but it was like a seven course tasting menu, and I think drinks came with it, or not, or, 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 or they they uh, they recommended the drinks, if anything else, I don't know, but, you know, I, like, I was planning on spending, I was planning on spending two two fifty pretty easily, like, I, I, I wanted to go all out on it, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to experience it, uh, but the problem was, like, after nine o'clock, they didn't serve that tasting menu anymore, so... That really sucks. Uh, but finally got sat down probably about 10.30. Uh, maybe 10 or 10.30 anyway like that. And uh, got good service there. I got uh, I got a drink. It was kind of like a Pisco Sour. I guess it would be kind of what it would be equal to. And then I got um, sea bass. It was kind of an Asian-inspired uh, sea bass. You could almost kind of taste kind of the soy, like the soy sauce, um, you know, with, uh, you know, seared with almonds. And then there was a uh, polenta, which was uh, delicious. They also served me um, some type of appetizer. I'm not for sure. I didn't order it, but they gave it to me anyway. It was kind of a small thing, but uh, that was delicious. And uh, I'm trying to think, but at that point, I think I was pretty full, so I don't think I got dessert. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I got dessert. Anyway, uh, so I didn't spend, you know, over 200 bucks. It was pretty much, it was uh, $65 uh, USD with tip and all <laughs> at the 7th Beth restaurant in the world. So... But pretty much went from there and then uh, went home. And the next day kind of went up and went to the beach and just kind of went all over the place. Saw some of the different sites. And then I had a little date from, you know, with somebody, with, uh, somebody I met at one of the bars from the night before. Um... And it was late. I was already checked out of my hotel, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we went out to eat down by the beach. It was right down by the water. Uh, walked down there, went to a few parks, and uh, just kind of enjoyed ourselves. And then at that point, I guess now that I'm thinking of it, I guess it was a uh, it was a late night uh, flight home. So that's what we did. So that was Peru. Oh my gosh, that was uh, really digging deep on that. But a lot of that stuff I haven't thought of in such a long time. I'm glad that I really kind of put that down. Um, But I would love to go to Peru again. I've got somebody 
one of my friends that I went to high school with, and she's in Peru right now, and love to talk to her and see where she's going. So many places in Peru. Peru is such a big place, and you know you can take that trip. There's just so many places. Like South America is just such an amazing, such an amazing country. I love South America. But all right, well, I gotta cook some dinner here and get things done so we will talk to you soon